0: back to the Barca Breakdown, my name is Yusuf and I'm here with my co-host Adam. Hey guys! Let's get into it, Adam, because today we had a big game in the Champions League, and we knew coming into it, we really wanted to win this game against Benfica, so we weren't in the position we are in today, but, you know, we are, we still have the possibility of making it through the Champions League to the round of 16, but let's get straight into this game because Javi came out with a 3-4-3 lineup, starting Ter Stegen in the back, Araujo, Pique, Langlet, and in front of them, uh, Demir, Busquets, Frankie de Jong, Alba, and then uh, Nico Gavi, and Depay. So what did you think about that lineup coming into it? Well, you know, in my opinion, the lineup
1: kind of explains the issue we're having on the team, which is we just don't have anyone in the front line healthy, and we don't have any natural goal scorers, right? And we talked about this a little bit on our last episode, about how Depay is the only person here who I think could score more than 15 to 20 goals in a season. And as the game went on, we saw Depay is not, in the right... He's not a striker, right? We need mm-hmm. to play him more on the wings with him dribbling the ball uh, and possibly passing it to a striker to put the ball in the net. But that's that's what my main thoughts were, is that we kind of have a toothless attack, and that's because of injuries to Dembele, Fatih, Braithwaite, uh, Aguero, et cetera. Uh, sure. You know. But in, in terms of other aspects of the pitch, I mean, I was glad to see that Araujo and Lenglet uh, got a chance to play back there. Like mm-hmm. we had discussed when we covered Xavi and his all Sad time, there were some inklings that he might try and play a three at the back formation and you know there was a good part of Coman's spring of this year that was that was pretty good with a three at the back so I was excited to see that in particular Araujo is just such a tank and really you know up there man of the match of this game along with Dembele for just two players or for you know Araujo as a defender he just has such great awareness all the time and there were many times when he was up front uh putting in crosses he almost scored a goal right he scored that Goal that was later deemed offside in like the 83rd minute. That was just huge. Uh, And then I thought other things were pretty standard. There was some question about how far up Jordy Alba would be playing, whether he'd be like a winger or a right wing back. Um you know and then I think the rest kind of fall into place Nico and Gavi I thought of course would start especially with Gavi more playing on the wing than uh, as a midfielder Nico I was a little bit surprised by because I thought he picked up a knock in the last match but good to Mm. see him healthy Busquets seems to you know hindsight's 20-20 after the match but he seems to have some sort of revival under Xavi which is exactly what we want to see he had some very incisive passes and really helped move the ball forward Uh, Frankie De Jong as well looks to be playing a little bit more offensively making runs into the box like Hughes kept talking about on our last episode Mm -hmm. uh, which was nice to see and then you know Yusuf Demir was kind of the wild card that got thrown in there as another um, option up on that right side to provide width and you know I was glad we gave him the opportunity I don't think it panned out as well as we wanted and he almost had that one beautiful curling shot that could have been a goal but just hit the woodworks Um, so yeah what did you think Hughes when you looked at the starting lineup and and you know how do you evaluate the players in the game
0: so, I totally thought that, uh, or I, I really enjoyed that uh, uh, Javi decided to uh, play different players. Sorry, I in there. But uh, I think, you know, playing Arajo Lenglet is good, as well as playing uh, Gavi Nico, because I think it gives, um, from our last game, right, we had Abdi starting and a couple other players, but I think that it gives a. It, it mitigates the the injuries that we've had seen so much in Barcelona because under Komen we, we played so many of the same players, game in, game out. and I just think that really ends up uh, tiring our players out. They don't perform very well. Today's game, I thought we looked really energetic with the young squad. Frankie de Jong looked good, Gavi, Nico, and then also mm-hmm. having Dembele come on later on as the substitute oh, was super Dembouze awesome. Oh, Dembele was wonderful. For sure. And but, but going his back connection to your with point, Frankie, I what?
1: think... I think the main thing we have to say is right Javi mm-hmm. has definitely made a mark so far on this team right the the style of play the quick passes yeah. the looking for outlets the moving the ball around the pitch is just completely a 180 from what we saw under Coleman and so you know uh, there's a lot to be positive for right the, like there's a lot to be happy about is you know the team's looking good Nico Gavi um, Seem to be revelations that we, you know, didn't know before the season would turn out to be such studs. And then with Pedri coming back to full health, like we were talking about, Dembouz looked extremely, extremely threatening throughout the game. You know, you do think in an alternate universe where we're not injury prone and we have Pedri, Fati, and Dembélé, you have to think we win this game. Right. Sure. Um. And so, you know, the ben- the Bayern game is not for a few more weeks. If Pedri can get healthy, Fati too as well, and and link up with Dembélé, um, you know, perhaps the three of those players help Depay find his best form. Sure. There's a lot to leave this match very happy with.
0: Yeah. Overall, I felt like. Their performance today on the pitch was not what we have seen over the last year, right? I think we were very energetic, getting the ball forward, creating opportunities. While I obviously am going to be critici- uh, criticizing the fact that we couldn't put the ball in the back of the net, which we've had this problem for a while, uh, we just can't finish. And unfortunately, that's happening. But at the same time, I still feel good about it. It's just a totally different gameplay. Barca seems to be like more revitalized. We have more energy. We're trying to go out there and score. We want to score, and on top of that, like I know we didn't get the uh, result that we wanted here, but I'm really happy coming into Bar- uh, coming into the game against Bayern. I don't think we're going to win, and I don't think we're going to draw them. But I still think this game gives me hope that there's a possibility that Benfica might not be able to uh, beat Dynamo Kiev, get those three points to surpass us. Because, you know, if we draw even and they win that game, we're head-to-head and we don't move forward to the round of 16. But we also have the opportunity that um, we both, uh, even if we lose, Kiev could beat them or draw with them, and we'd be totally fine. At the same time, Kiev won or scored a goal against Bayern today. So that gives me a little bit of hope saying that um, there is a possibility. And Bayern might not play any of their starting players because they don't need to. They've already won their group. It's really just kind of like a wash for them at the next game coming up. So I have and hope I think after this game. To add to your
1: point, like, you mm-hmm. know, Bayern have not been totally invincible this season. Sure. Of course, they beat us you know, three goals to none at the Camp Nou, which is... A really embarrassing <laughs> scoreline, but they had a game I think in like the German Copa del Rey edition where they, uh, you know, lost. And so you know they're they're not totally unbeatable, especially like you're saying, if they arrest their players because they've already had the group stages won. Mm-hmm. Now, you, do if you had to ask me right now, do I think Barca will make it on past the uh, the group stages to the knockout stages? I'm not super hopeful, and that's not that has nothing to do with Javi and the promise that we're seeing. It's just you know we're we're in a little bit of a tough situation. Yeah. right? Uh, Benfica are clearly coming up against the worst team in the group, uh, but they, as you said, did draw against Benfica, uh, Benfica and Kiev on the first match day mm-hmm. right of the of the season. But it's going to be a really big, big and bad deal if we don't make it to the knockout stages. I, I think the numbers for the money come down. I saw the Barcelona podcast has been mentioning this a few times, but we would, in order to make as much money in the Europa League as we would making it to the knockout stages of the Champions League and losing, we'd have to win the whole Europa League, which, you know, going back to a point I think you made last week about how we need to rest players and how losing the Champions League might actually help us by giving us more rest and having some of these players who have been injured this season uh, be able to recover their bodies. The Europa League is going to mean a lot more games on a bunch of you know uh subpar pitches compared to what we're normally on so it's really it's really going to be a nervy few weeks here I mean if if we if someone asked you right now you used to put down your whole life savings right on will Barca make it to the knockout stages of the Champions League or not what would you say
0: (laughs) I would not do that I mean I have hope in the team but look we can't finish and that's like a big thing um I don't think, even though we beat Kiev, we beat them twice 1-0, and those are the only two goals we've scored in all of Champions League. We've only scored two goals, and I think one of them was from a header from PK in very dire minutes of one of the games. And I just don't think we are going to, you know, I don't think we're going to beat Bayern. I don't even think we're going to draw them. There is a possibility we could draw them, but our defense is shaky, right? We, we've yeah, talked about this so for defeatist. a long time. You really
1: don't think we have a shot against the Bayern team that's not starting everyone, and with Dembele fully fit. I mean, Demboos look good. Use I'm. I think I do this every time I get that hopium you know injected <laughs> into me. Whenever I see Dembele out there looking good, but I. But think the last time you said that he Vot's got injured he in back. training, there's a chance.
0: Yeah, but the last time you said that he got injured in training, and then Pedri we thought was going to come back, and then he relapsed, and then we just can't finish, and then I'm just. <sighs> it, it's hard because we. we we see these promises, these hopes that are coming from these pl- these young players and in, in attempts and passion coming out now uh, slowly but surely and small improvements here and there. But I just think it's not surmounting to anything just yet. I think we need more yeah. time. It's only game two with mm-hmm. under Javi, right? We only had one game in La Liga, one game in Champions League now. We're coming into Saturday to have another game. Um, I, think we have, I think the game's December 12th, so we have about two weeks, three weeks coming up here to prepare for yep. that. So it
1: looks like ahead of the next game, we have one, two. Yeah, we only have two La Liga games, which okay. the, the Bayern-Barca games on December 8th. So, mm. you know, that's that's only two more weekend games this coming Saturday and the next Saturday after that. Uh, against Villarreal and Real Batiste, which I think are teams that will help us. You know, it's not like we're playing the bottom, bottom of the barrel in La Liga. Sure. These are teams that will give us some challenge. And, you know, hopefully the team will go into the Bayern game with, uh, uh, you know, having faced some tough opposition leading into it. Well... Let us know in the comments. Hit that subscribe button, please. Let us know in the comments what you guys think. How you guys thought, you know, the team played today under Javi. Whether or not you're more positive, or you're thinking to yourself, you know, I see some comments, is not good enough. We need to get <laughs> rid of him. Um, just some, you know, Yusuf Demir is too slow, slower than Trinkau. I see some of those. I think we kept it more positive in this episode, but let us know in the comments. And we will see you guys on Sunday because of Yuse's birthday. He is selfishly robbing the <laughs> breakdown fans of a video on Saturday. Saturday. so we will see you guys on sunday i hope you guys all have a great week thanks and happy guys. thanksgiving
0: happy thanksgiving